Hello and welcome to the fourth in a series of podcasts produced by the Office of Interactive Disclosure of the Securities and Exchange Commission or the SEC. My name is Mark Story and I will be your host of today's podcast. This is the fourth in a series of podcasts designed to introduce people to interactive data or what some people call XBRL. The Office of Interactive Disclosure at the SEC heads up our interactive data efforts. Before beginning, as usual, I need to let you know that the views we express today are our own, and not necessarily those of the Securities and Exchange Commission, of its chairman, of its commissioners, or of my colleagues on the staff. Those of us who work at the SEC are all required to add that disclaimer whenever we speak publicly. Moreover, this will be the latest in a series of podcasts about the new world of interactive data. We encourage all questions and comments. If you have one about interactive data generally, please send it to our email address, ask-oid at sec.gov. That's ask-oid at sec.gov. With that out of the way, let me introduce today's guest, Mr. Campbell Pride. Mr. Pride is the Chief Standards Officer for XBRL US, the nonprofit consortium for XML business reporting standards. Joining XBRL US in March 2008, Mr. Pride leads the development and maintenance of the taxonomies, or TAGs, for XML based reporting applications in the US. Formerly, Campbell was with Morgan Stanley, where, where as executive director of the Institutional Securities Group, he managed the equity research XBRL-based valuation framework. He has been involved with XBRL since 2001 and most recently served as chairman of the XBRL U.S. Domain Steering Committee, which is responsible for setting the strategic direction for the development of XBRL U.S. GAAP taxonomies. Prior to joining Morgan Stanley, Mr. Pride was a partner in the risk and advisory practice of KPMG LLP. He is also a member of the New Zealand Institute of Chartered Accountants. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks, Mark. Um, as someone with a background in Wall Street and business reporting, and someone who's been involved with XBRL since 2001, um, can you explain how the taxonomies, or what some people call tags, are and how they were developed? Yeah, sure. Um, thanks, Mark. So, taxonomies is really an account is a way to define accounting standards in a format that can be automatically processed by software. That so, what we have done for the XBRL US taxonomies that are going to be used for interactive data is gone through and identified what US accounting standards are in an electronic format, and that is recorded in a taxonomy. And, and what the taxonomies allow individual companies to do is to take their financial reports and put them into an XBRL or an interactive data format using tags that we've defined in the taxonomy. It's similar, a lot of people use an analogy to a barcode. So you can basically indicate I have a concept called sales. Different companies today will re record sales in their financial statements and the way that individuals recognize those is just purely by the word sales. However, different companies may use different words like revenue. And what XBRL or the Interactive Data Program tries to do is to basically standardize a lot of these definitions so that people can easily, investors um, can easily identify these terms and do analysis on them. Just, to, just on to your second part of your question, um, the taxonomies were developed um, over the last year and a half by a, a team here at XBRL US. Um, uh, there are upwards of over 100 people involved um, representing the major accounting firms, um, academics, the FASB, 
um, data, um, data providers or intermediaries, um, financial preparers, and also the filing community. Um, in addition, there are a number of software companies who are also engaged to make sure that the, the, the taxonomies that were developed um, met the specifications and techni technical requirements that are required. Um, in terms of um, the in terms of the taxonomies and their scope, the taxonomies were um, designed to cover a number of to cover all industries, and we've created five five taxonomies to cover some broad industrial classifications, and those are banking, insurance, commercial industrial companies, real estate, and broker dealer. Um, those taxonomies are what we have issued in the past. There are some previous taxonomies issued um, prior to the, the taxonomies released on the 28th of April. And, and what we've done in this, in this, what all these people have done um, and, and teams and groups and companies who are involved in building these taxonomies have taken the, the taxonomies that existed in 2006 and really expanded on them so it allows a company to complete an entire filing um, including both the notes and the financial statements. Well, it sounds like quite a bit of input and feedback went into the development of the taxonomies. Absolutely. There was um, feedback from um, thousands and thousands of comments received. Um, that, that feedback was taken and incorporated. Uh, there's there's a, a, a number of elements in the taxonomy, and obviously companies don't won't be using all of them. But at the moment, there's approximately twelve thousand concepts, which cover a broad range of um, different business activities. Um, so it pro pro provides a really good um, framework for companies to be able to capture this information um, and try to reduce the need to create their own custom um, tags, which companies can also do when they're filing. Mm -hmm. we'll, talk about that. Um, well, well, you mentioned some various industries along there, but I think that this is a question that is, is general really across all industries. How do you get started? Um, how should people get started with the taxonomies or tags, and what are your recommendations for kind of the first steps and how to get started? One of the first things you should probably do is obviously get a copy of the taxonomy itself and get a copy of some software to to read the taxonomy. Uh, the taxonomy is in an XML format. Um, XBRL is a, a derivative of XML. Um, you could look at it in a, a web browser if you wanted to, um, but I wouldn't recommend that you do that. Uh, there is software, free software available from a number of vendors that allow you to look at the taxonomies. You can go initially go to xbrl.us and get a copy of the taxonomies there. You can download them. Um, you can also, we also have a viewer available on the website um, which allows you to look at the taxonomies, to navigate around them, to uh, get an understanding of what are the, the tags that have been used, how do they fit together, how do they relate to each other, how do they calculate, how do they relate back to US GAAP. Um, you can download the taxonomies from the website. Um, you can also get. Um, you can, it has link, we have links to various vendors, so you can download software from numerous software vendors, and you can open those taxonomies and you can start to have a look at them. Um, in terms of 
starting to prepare your filing, uh, there's a guide we've put out called the Preparer's Guide, which, that, which is also downloadable from the website, and I would recommend downloading that and having a look at, and having a look at that document. Now, in terms of filing, there are, there are a number of options you can take. Either you can get your, the filing agent to help you prepare your filing, or you can do the filing yourself and work with your filing agent to submit, submit that into the um, SEC EDGAR system. Um, the, in addition, there are software companies who are, have consultancy um, services to help you prepare a filing, um, and the accounting firms as well. You should contact. You can contact them too, and they will be able to give you a hand in terms of helping to prepare uh, a filing. Um, if you if you choose to use either uh, a, a third-party consultant or your filer. Uh, filing agent or an accounting firm to help you with that. I, I do recommend that you look at what the when the company's prepared the ex your XBRL filing um, for the interactive data program that you do review it. You do have a look and make sure that the mappings that um, that have been provided um, are correct and that that you agree with them. And depending on how much detail you want to go through, that that can take various amounts of time. Um, as part of the filing program, uh, the requirement initially is to do the face of the financials. I, I would recommend, obviously, you start with that. Get comfortable with the, the, the face of the financials. You may want to start um, doing a, a, a quarter before the before the first um, before your first annual report is due, um, just to get familiar with the filing program, to get familiar with how do you load stuff up into the EDCA system, get comfortable with the tags, get, be able to render a number of these different, um, render the results for a quarter, and just um, start to get comfortable with what it involves before you make a decision on whether you want to tag the notes in the first year or not. Some companies have um, just to see what's involved so they can start to plan for this and, and automate the process. You know what, what comes to mind is that whenever you rent a car, you might know how to drive a car, but you might not be familiar with that particular car. So the first thing that I do is I take a minute, as they say, to familiarize myself with the car. Where's the mirror? Where, where do you turn the lights on? Some of this may be familiar to people, but it sounds to me like the first step is visit your website, look at some of the taxonomies, look at the preparer's guide. If you want to do that analogy to hopping in the driver's seat of a rental car to at least begin to familiarize yourself with your surroundings. Right. Uh, that's a, and that's a very good idea. Um, uh, the, the, the taxonomies themselves... Um, you know, there are, there's a lot to familiarise yourself with. So the, the earlier the start, um, obviously, the better off you'll be. Um, in addition, we've provided some examples um, of companies' financial reports and included them on on, a, on the website and how they would lock tagged in an XBRL format. So it gives it gives you some idea of what you're actually looking at. Um, in addition, over the next couple of months, we'll be coming out with tagging guidance as well, which really ad addresses specific issues that people are having in terms of preparing their filings. Um, and we also have a general inquiry email address, so if you have any questions, you can drop us a line and we can get back to you. Terrific. Um, I guess as a last question, what is your thinking about how companies will incorporate or manage changes or updates to the taxonomies? 
Okay. Uh, what we, we what we are trying to do at XBRL US is to try and minimise the the impact of changes. Um, obviously, there are certain things that we find in the taxonomies or improvements that we can do on an ongoing basis. And what we plan to, there's also changes which come about for accounting changes um, for additional standards which have been um, pronounced by FASB. Um, or the SEC. So what what you can do, um, what what you can do is basically you're going to have to monitor some of those changes that you would today in a normal basis, like accounting changes coming out from FASB. And in terms of an XPRL perspective or for the interactive data taxonomies, a yearly release will be done at the end of January. Um, so if you get the taxonomies, if you don't want to know if you've got the latest, if you've got the taxonomy that's released at the end, at the start of every year, you'll know you've got the right taxonomy. It's not going to be consistent updates throughout the year um, so that we can you can minimise the amount of monitoring that you need to do. In addition, if the FASB comes out with a... a a standard that has to be adopted immediately. There will be a taxonomy extension provided, um, which is a, an extension of the, of, the, of the taxonomy that's released at the start of the year, which you can then import, and that basically built, that is added to the taxonomy so that you don't have to go through and change all that yourself. So we'll provide that as a service. In addition, um, for changes to the taxonomy, a, a comprehensive um, list of all the changes will be provided and um, that will also be in an electronic format. Um, all those, any elements that are being removed will also be what we call deprecated, so they just won't be removed and break a company's filing. It'll be indicated that this element is going to be removed and software would indicate to you which, how you should re-tag. Um, every company that is going to be preparing a filing will, it, using the interactive data format will be, will be required, won't be required, but will probably be recommended that you create a company extension. Um, so one of the things that you want to do is once you've created a company extension um, and then when you're filing every quarter, obviously you want to check that that company extension is, is still valid um, with the new taxonomy that's released once a year or released um, or is still is still compatible with a um, extension that may come out for a um, an accounting standard or that has to be adopted immediately. Wonderful. Um, well, I guess one follow-up question is that when you were a member of the New Zealand Institute of Chartered Accountants, did you ever in your life imagine that you would be working for an organization called XBRL US? No, I, I haven't. And X, XBRL <laughs> is rather difficult to pronounce. Um, but, uh, so I, it's it's one of those things where you know even if I thought I was I, I would never have, never have guessed. Well, Campbell, thanks very much for being with us today. I appreciate it. And this concludes the Securities and Exchange Commission's Office of Interactive Disclosure podcast number four. Remember that this is just the latest in a series of podcasts about the new world of interactive data. We encourage all questions and comments. If you have one, please send it to our email address, ask-oid at scc.gov. That is ask-oid at scc.gov. And be sure to check back soon as we will be responding to listener inquiries in coming podcasts. For Campbell Pride, this is Mark Story saying thanks for listening.